Fusion, the international science radio show. We have a bouncer and the doors of perception. The good, the bad, the ugly. It gets pretty exciting. The myths, the truths. Toxicology. Astro seismology. Magnetism. The dark side. Genetically engineered potatoes. Planetoid. Planetoid. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Diffusion. I'm Ian Wolfe. On this special summer edition, I present to you a specially edited 23-minute version of the 86-minute Ig Nobel Prize Awards from the Annals of Improbable Research. The prizes are awarded for scientific discoveries that first make you laugh and then make you think. Here's your host, Mark Abrams. We're gathered here tonight to honor some remarkable individuals and groups. Every winner has done something that first makes people laugh, then think. The Ig Nobel Prize ceremony is produced by the Science Humor magazine, the Annals of Improbable Research, and proudly co-sponsored by the Harvard Radcliffe Society of Physics Students and the Harvard Radcliffe Science Fiction Association. The editors of the Annals of Improbable Research have chosen a theme for this year's ceremony. That theme is habits. Tonight, 10 prizes will be given. The achievements speak for themselves, all too eloquently. The prizes will be physically presented to the winners by Nobel laureates. Now, let's get it over with, ladies and gentlemen, the awarding of the 2019 Ig Nobel Prizes. We're giving out 10 prizes. The winners come from many nations. They've truly earned their prizes. Karen, tell them what they've won. This year's winners will each receive an Ig Nobel Prize. You don't say. That's not all. Oh, what? They also get a piece of paper. It says they've won an Ig Nobel Prize. This piece of paper It's signed by several Nobel laureates. Ah. Do they get any money? (laughs) Ten trillion dollars. Ten trillion dollars? Ten trillion dollars! Ten trillion American dollars? (laughs) Zimbabwean dollars. (laughs) A Zimbabwean ten trillion dollar bill. Well, what else do they get? Uh, They get a handshake from a Nobel laureate. What else? Nothing. How nice. Thank you, Karen. This year's prize is a cup full of habits. It's a coffee cup with a wad of chewed gum, a cigarette butt, a mobile phone, and evidence of several other habits. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ig Nobel Prize. The Medicine Prize. The winner is from Italy and the Netherlands. The prize goes to Silvano Gallus for collecting evidence that pizza might protect against illness and death if the pizza is made and eaten in Italy. Please welcome Silvano Gallus. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you. So, <laughs> what did we find in our research? We found that uh, analyzing data from a combination of uh, um, large Italian epidemiological studies, we found that people who regularly consumed pizza had a decreased the risk of digestive tract cancer and acute myocardial infarction. Our interpretation is that in Italy, pizza may represent a general indicator, a marker of uh, the Italian diet that has uh, other Mediterranean diets has been shown to have major health benefits. In conclusion, we recommend eating Italian pizza, but it should be Italian and therefore, but please, please hold the pepperoni for health reasons and also pineapple as a matter of taste. <laughs> Collect your $10 trillion bill from the Nobel laureates over there. The Medical Education Prize. The winners are from the USA. The prize goes to Karen Pryor and Teresa McKeon for using a simple animal training technique called clicker training to train surgeons to perform orthopedic surgery. Please welcome Karen Pryor and Teresa McKeon. Well, Karen and I would like to thank everybody at Ig Nobel for this honor, but we'd also like to thank the people who worked on the research and really put to the test a teaching methodology that highlights and builds on success and focuses on positive and timely reinforcement. And with so much of our world focused on that which is not successful, it may be worth having a way to focus on things that are successful. Thank you very much. The Biology Prize. The winners are from Singapore, China, Australia, Poland, the USA, and Bulgaria. The prize goes to Lingjun Kong, Herbert Krapaz, Agnieszka Goreka, Alexandra Urbanek, Rainer Dumke, and Thomas Paterek for discovering that dead, magnetized cockroaches <laughs> behave differently than living magnetized cockroaches. Please welcome Thomas Paderek, Herbert Krupaz, and Rainer Dunker. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. First of all, many thanks to the organizers for this wonderful ceremony and for awarding us. Indeed, one of our findings is that dead magnetized cockroaches, no, that dead cockroaches stay magnetized longer than alive cockroaches. We have a video that over-dramatizes this a bit. Dear Bob, please play. And to add the drama that I'll be reading, safety first. Now, this is a fridge. This is a dead cockroach. 
Click. <laughs> this is a live cockroach. No click. <laughs> Consistently. Thank you very much. You can collect your $10 trillion bill from the Nobel laureates over there. The Anatomy Prize. The winners are from France. The prize goes to Roger Miuset and Boros Ben-Gufida for measuring scrotal temperature asymmetry in naked and clothed postmen in France. The winners were not able to travel to the ceremony tonight. Here, though, to give a short tribute to the winners is a postman from the United States Postal Service. Please welcome Eric Eimold. I guess you're wondering about my package. Speak, 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 speak into the microphone. I guess you're wondering about my package. <laughs> we postmen take good care of every package. On behalf of my fellow American postmen, I say thank you to the two scientists in France. They care about packages just as much as we do. <laughs> this scientific research is very exciting. We knew that French postmen are cool. Now we know exactly how cool they are. <laughs> we American postmen, we send our warmest regard to the two French scientists and especially to all the French postmen our brothers in good standing. Some of our Ig Nobel Prize winners from previous years like to come back to our stage to take a bow and to help honor the new Ig Nobel Prize winners. We have several with us this year. Please welcome them. The 2015 Ig Nobel Physics Prize was awarded to Patricia Yang, David Hu, Jonathan Pham, and Jerome Chu for testing the biological principle that nearly all mammals empty their bladders in about 21 seconds, plus or minus 13 seconds. Please welcome David Hu and Patricia Yang. The 2009 Ig Nobel Chemistry Prize was awarded to Javier Morales Castillo, Miguel Apatica, and Victor Castaño of Universidad Nacional Autónoma de México for creating diamonds from liquid, specifically from tequila. Please welcome Javier Morales Castillo. The 2008 Ig Nobel Chemistry Prize was awarded to two teams of scientists, one of whom discovered that Coca-Cola is an effective spermicide, and the other team discovered that it's not. Please welcome Dr. Deborah Anderson. And 
And the 2012 Ig Nobel Acoustics Prize was awarded to Kazutaka Kurehara and Koji Tsukada of Japan for creating the Speech Jammer. Speech Jammer is a machine that disrupts a person's speech by making them hear their own spoken words at a very slight delay. Please welcome Kazutaka Kurihara and Koji Tsukada. They have brought with them a new, improved, and much bigger version of the Speech Jammer. They will not demonstrate it here. They will demonstrate it this Saturday at the IG Informal Lectures at MIT. We hope you'll join us then. You're listening to the Ig Nobel Prizes on Diffusion Science Radio. Send emails to science at diffusionradio.com. We're brought to you across Australia on the Community Radio Network and podcast over the internet on www.diffusionradio.com. The Chemistry Prize. The winners are from Japan. The prize goes to Shigeru Watanabe, Mineku Onishi, Kaori Imai, Aiji Kawano, and Seiji Igarashi for estimating the total saliva volume produced per day by a typical five-year-old child. Please welcome Shiguru Watanabe and his adult sons who were some of the research subjects 35 years ago. Thank you, Chairman. And thank you so much for this uh, honorable award. Uh, we found out an important fact that the total saliva volume per day in five years old children to be 500 milliliter. <laughs> How do we measure saliva? Do you want to me? Do you want to know? Yeah? Okay. I'll show you here. Uh, this is balance, and uh, I measure food weight and cap. They are my sons, <laughs> who are uh, my subject for 35 years ago. Growing <laughs> <laughs> <From> Japan. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay, eat. <laughs> chewing, 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 and spit out. <laughs> I made that again. Oh.
you can, you can collect your $10 trillion bill from the Nobel laureates over there. Yeah, please, please collect your belongings here. The Engineering Prize. The winner is from Iran. The prize goes to Iman Farabakhsh for inventing a diaper-changing machine for use on human infants. The winner could not travel to the ceremony. He planned to send us a video acceptance speech. That video has not yet arrived. Damn. The Economics Prize. The winners are from Turkey, the Netherlands, and Germany. The prize goes to Habib Gerek, Timothy Voss, and Andreas Voss for testing which country's paper money is best at transmitting dangerous bacteria. Please welcome Andreas Voss and Timothy Voss, who are father and son. When staying in a foreign country, had you ever had the feeling that the money that normally flows through your hands gets sticky on your fingers and is kind of dirty? The question is, is it contaminated with anything that poses a health risk? So we have a look into that, and the fact is that banknotes that will feel sticky or dirty do not have to be contaminated. Actually, the Romanian lie and the dollar were one of the worst things there is. <laughs> so we have a proposition for you to get risk of the health risk in your wallet. We please ask you to take your crispy dollar notes, fold them into an airplane, and throw them our way during the next period. For all others, we just accept, wash your hands even when you have contact with gout. Thank you very much. Yeah, you get a little alcohol for your hand. Please be very sure to collect your $10 trillion bill. The Peace Prize. The winners are from the UK, Saudi Arabia, Singapore, and the USA. The prize goes to Gada A. Bin Saif, Alexandru Papayu, Liliana Benari, Francis McGlone, Sean Quatra, Yonghuak Chan, and Gil Yosipovich for trying to measure the pleasurability of scratching an itch. <laughs> the winners could not travel to the ceremony, so instead they sent this video acceptance speech. Francis McLone here from the United Kingdom. I'm awfully sorry, Mark, that I'm not able to join you at your amazing ceremony for all of us who are so grateful for winning your amazing Ig Nobel Prize. You can work out for yourself where on this particular effigy on the side of my shoulder you would like to scratch and then send me an email. Anyway, have a great day, everybody, and thanks again very much for this honour. And on behalf of all of my co-authors, thank you. Thank you, Dr. McGlone.
Are those back scratchers? What do you do with those? <laughs> we have three Nobel Prize winners who don't know what to do with a back scratcher. Okay, and a physics professor next to them who's giving no advice whatsoever. And B.F. Skinner's daughter next to them who's just looking on and laughing. The Psychology Prize. The winner is from Germany. The prize goes to Fritz Strack for discovering that holding a pen in one's mouth makes one smile, which makes one happier, and for then discovering that it does not. Please welcome Fritz Strack. <laughs> A replication ballad, not an opera, just the ballad. A study once found that a pencil is a valuable research utensil. The procedure was used to make people amused and to show that a smile is extensile. Years after this shocking result, no reason was left to exult. Trying to replicate, some failed to get it straight. But after some serious thinking, the literature gave an inkling. A chem caused a sham, producing much spam, and the proof was pretty convincing. Coda, if this story has a moral, it is to end a useless quarrel. To claim a finding is not real has a lot of sex appeal. But rather than insinuate, return to science and debate. Thank you. Don't forget to collect your $10 trillion bill. The Physics Prize. The winners are from the USA, Taiwan, Australia, New Zealand, Sweden, and the UK. The prize goes to Patricia Yang, Alexander Lee, Miles Chan, Alin Martin, Ashley Edwards, Scott Carver, and David Hu for studying how and why wombats make cube-shaped poo. And please note, this is the second Ig Nobel Prize that was awarded to Patricia Yang and David Hu in the year in the, year, in the year 2015, they and some other colleagues were awarded the Ig Nobel Physics Prize for testing the biological principle that nearly all mammals empty their bladders in about 21 seconds, plus or minus 13 seconds. Today, please welcome Patricia Yang, David Hu, Alexander Lee, Scott Carver, and Ashley Edwards. Thank you. Wombats are solitary herbivorous marsupials. They produce cube-shaped scats, which they place on a rock, a log, or a stump to communicate with one another. <laughs> See, the cubing prevents them from rolling away. So we, naturally, we asked, how do they produce cubed poo in a soft intestine? A wombat's feces is only two-thirds as wet as your own feces. 
When feces dry, it contracts and forms cracks. The formation of cubes is similar to the cooling of lava into hexagons like those found in Giant Causeway, Ireland. The process is assisted by the muscles that move food in among the lower intestine. These muscles vary in thickness as much as three times that shape the corners of cubes. One best art scientific proof that you can squeeze a square peg into a round hole. We want to We want to study more feces in the future, such as moths that generate bond-shaped feces, bears that generate big cylindrical feces, deers that generate pellet-shaped feces, cows that generate cow pie, fish that generate poop sand, and bats that generate fecal cream. Please remember this final thought. If you didn't win an Ig Nobel Prize this year, and especially if you did, better luck next year. Thank you. And that's all from us this year on Diffusion. Are you a scientist, artist, biohacker, or maker who'd like to be interviewed about your work? Would your company like to sponsor Diffusion? Send your contributions, opinions, helpful suggestions, and donations to science at diffusionradio.com. That's science at diffusionradio.com. Please like the Diffusion Science Radio page on Facebook and rate the show on iTunes. Tell your friends. Follow me on Twitter at Ian Wolf. I produce Diffusion, which is broadcast around Australia to 28 stations on the community radio network, including... 2RBM in the Blue Mountains of New South Wales, 8CCC in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek, 2MVR in Nambucca Valley, 3MBR in the Mallee Border Districts of Victoria and South Australia, City Park Radio 7LTN in Launceston, Tasmania, 2XXFM in Canberra, and my local station, 2RDJ in Burwood, New South Wales. Diffusion is syndicated globally on the National Science Foundation's Science360 internet radio station and also on astronomy.fm. Subscribe to the podcast on the Diffusion website, www.diffusionradio.com. That's www.diffusionradio.com. Check the website for links, photos and videos about this week's show. If you enjoyed the show, then you can explore more than 950 previous episodes archived on diffusionradio.com where the shows are labelled by keywords so you can focus in on the stories you want to hear. Join my patrons at patreon.com slash diffusionradio. Make a donation through paypal.me slash ianwolf. Subscribe to the Diffusion YouTube channel at youtube.com slash c slash diffusionradio. I'm Ian Wolf. Join us inside your audio device of choice for more science wondering next week on Diffusion Science Radio. Science is fun. It helps you to learn, to know, and to appreciate. When you study science, you may go on field trips. You discover the marvelous interrelationships between all living things. 
You learn to read the history of the earth as it is written in rocks and fossils. You find out what makes things tick. Everything from a molecule to a living organism. In the study of science is found the most useful and satisfying knowledge of man. Knowledge of his physical world, its past, its present, and its future. And in your moments of relaxation, now and in the years to come, you will find the study of science leading you into fascinating pursuits. Photography. Collecting. Why study science? Study science because you will find in the study of science a richer, more rewarding life.